What's up? What's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I'm your host. I'm Caitlin Kenna. So we took a week off, and the reason for that is because last week, or last weekend, was Memorial Day weekend, and I had Stone's family in town, and then Stone and I spent all of Memorial Day together. We did Murph. Uh, we went to brunch. We went kayaking. And I made sure that I just cleared my schedule for that day to be able to be present, not only for Memorial Day to spend it with him, but to be present with his parents and his sister while they were in town. And we also got a new puppy. So we got a new addition to the family. We got Bucky. His name is, he's a Belgian Malamule, Malamule, I don't don't fucking know how to pronounce it. Uh, But he looks like a German Shepherd, but he's not a German Shepherd. And he's the most adorable puppy and I know that everybody says that about their puppy and let's be honest like all puppies are adorable even like the ugly puppies they're just you know they're puppies um but he has like the biggest ears he has a great personality and he's really just a great friend for Kane to have so it's exciting but it's also a lot of work uh to take on a new puppy um but it's kind of like a big step because a couple of months ago We went to an adoption event with the intent to be like, all right, let's look at dogs. Let's look at puppies. Let's see if we can get um, Kane a brother. And, you know, we were playing with puppies and I just had a moment where I had to leave uh, because in my head, I went back to about eight months ago, nine months ago. I can't remember the timelines because this year is just flying by uh, when we lost Murph and I just figured I wasn't ready for a puppy yet. So we had the opportunity. We've been looking over the last couple of weeks. I told Stone when he gets back from Guatemala that we would start looking for a puppy. That's when I would be ready because I wouldn't be like by myself for a long period of time. Stone's going to be home through the beginning of July. So it gives us a little bit of time to train the puppy, to spend a lot of time with him so that I'm not by myself with the puppy for a long period of time. Um, But all that being said... Puppies are hard work, but he's an amazing puppy. So welcome, Bucky. Now we got Bucky. We got Kane, the big old floof. And then, of course, uh, for the OGs, we have Luke. Um, He's an 11-year-old cat, and he is fat. But, you know, it just balances everything out because we are fitness and he is fatness. So uh, that's just a little bit about what's been going on in my life. Last week, actually, I just got back yesterday from Summer Smash, which is First Form's yearly event. Uh, basically it's a big old party Thursday night. We get in, we have a meet and greet, uh, and we just hang out and talk and have fun with all of the people who are involved with first form and all of the people who believe in the mission and the core values, employees, athletes, and just people who want to be there. Uh, Friday, we do the same thing. We go to ballpark village uh, near Cardinal stadium in St. Louis, and we just have fun party dance drink. I don't drink, but I drank a lot of water. And Saturday is like that main event. And the cool thing about Summer Smash is that, you know, for that main event, they have entertainers. 
and you don't know who the entertainer is until they come out on stage. And generally it's like two or three of them and it kind of like starts with like an opener who's like, oh, that's kind of impressive. And then it keeps getting better and better. So two years ago when I went to Summer Smash for the first time, it was Nelly and Steve Aoki. And then last year it was Pitbull and Dulipa. And then this year it was Mike period, also formerly known as Mike Stud. I didn't know who the fuck he was, but he was pretty good. Uh, Rick Ross, which everybody knows Rick Ross, but to be honest with you, like I like some of his songs, but I wasn't quite excited about Rick Ross. Um, and then the Chainsmokers came out, and they are my people. Like I've been listening to the Chainsmokers f- since, I don't know, since they first started coming out with music. And it was just such an incredible night, and it was exactly what I needed to kind of just let loose, enjoy myself, dance, be present, enjoy time with the people that I really love and form connections with, with my entire Hidden Summit team and with all of my friends, with the people who I've known from First Form for so long. And I, I've spoken about First Form and the family and the community and the core values on here a lot. And I made even a specific episode about First Form because of how much of an impact the company as a whole has had on my life, not just because they make fucking, in my opinion, the best supplements in on the market. Like, there are a lot of better supplement... There are a lot of good supplement companies now versus when I first started in fitness. Like, when I first started in fitness 10, 11 years ago, most supplement companies were shit, and it was very rare to find a good quality supplement. Now it's a little bit different. There's a lot of good companies out there, but I still truly believe that First Form puts out the highest quality supplements as well as they just have such a powerful mission that goes far beyond supplements. It goes into changing people's lives like through the First Form app, but also through just this this community and the core values that they preach and the mission that they preach to change one life at a time, to change the world and get real people real results. And it, it goes much further than fitness and nutrition. It goes into just making this world a better place. And they do that through so many things. Like they have this thing that they do. Um, usually it's about every, it's like twice a year. They do 30 for the kids where it's 30 days of workouts. Uh, you buy into it. And then every day that you don't complete one of the workout options that they give you, you pay $5 and all of the money goes to charities um, to build schools and provide food and shelter to children in Haiti as well as helping the children in the St. Louis community and helping against sex trafficking and it's just such an incredible company to be able to do things like that Um, and 30 for the kids is anybody can sign up for it you can go onto the first form website and click on the 30 for the kids tabs and you can read into what they've done and what they're doing and all that goes into it but again that just is a perspective and just like a snapshot of how first form is definitely more than a your typical supplement company. Uh, Their protein powder is fucking delicious. Their chocolate mint cookie post-workout is probably my favorite part of my day because it's like dessert after the hard work. But I didn't come on here to talk about first form, but that's just how it goes. Because what I wanted to talk about today is how I went to Summer Smash and didn't fuck up my entire goals. Because a lot of people, what happens is, you know, they go on a trip, they go on a vacation, and then they lose momentum, they can't get back on track, or they go completely ham on this vacation, and they just chalk it up to, oh, it's a vacation, like, 
I can do whatever I want. I can eat whatever I want. It's vacation, whatever. Which I think to an extent, you should fucking enjoy yourself. Like there are people there who are super fitness people, right? Who you would think like, there's no way they even drink alcohol or eat cookies or stuff who are enjoying themselves because guess what? One weekend, if you indulge Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, one time, and maybe you did that like twice a year or even three times a year or even four times a year, you're going to be okay. The difference is that most people don't do it three or four times a year. They do it every single weekend and then that's what fucks you up. But you have to know yourself and you have to understand that like you can't care about what anybody else around you is doing. You have to focus on taking action that aligns with your goals depending on what season you're at in your life. And for some people, that might mean I'm not going to drink alcohol on this vacation or I'm going to stick to my nutrition on this vacation and I'm going to track my macros and I'm going to bring my food scale and I'm going to bring some meal prep and I'm going to make sure that I get a workout in every single day. For other people, it might mean, hey, I'm going to actually have something that I generally don't have. I'm going to indulge a little bit. I'm going to be present with the people that I love and I'm not going to worry about the macro side of things. It looks different for every single individual depending on where they're at in their life. And that's where you have to make a decision and you have to be honest with yourself at where you're at. Because as a coach, I coach this differently depending on the client. So there are some clients who I know that if they went on vacation for a weekend and they completely went off and they didn't manage their nutrition or they weren't mindful and they just ate whatever they want and they didn't focus on at least getting a walk in or getting some form of movement in every single day, they would come back and they would be a train wreck and they wouldn't be able to get back on track and it would completely derail them. However, there are other clients who they've been tracking macros and they've been so on it for a long period of time that they need that weekend to be able to indulge a little bit, to be able to not focus so heavily on the nutrition and the fitness side of things and live it more of a lifestyle. Like be mindful, make good choices, take your habits with you, but don't be so fucking obsessed with it that it takes away from your experience. Because what I like to tell my clients when they're going out to eat, for example, is one, is this a special occasion or is it just another Tuesday? If it's a special occasion and you're going to a restaurant that you never get to go to or you're in a city and there's this incredible restaurant that you want to go to. For example, when I go to New York or when I, me and my husband go to New York, like there are some restaurants that we can't get here in Florida, right? You can't have a good fucking bagel in Florida, but you can get one in New York. So it's different, right? This is an experience. This is something that I don't get to do all of the time. So that's a special occasion. Is it a birthday or is it Christmas or Thanksgiving or something that doesn't come around every single weekend or is it just pizza night at home and you know maybe you have a slice but you don't have to have a whole pie right so it's about making those choices and being honest with yourself and understanding that yes you can indulge in things but only if it's right for you in that time of your life so this weekend, like I said, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was in St. Louis. So I flew in Thursday, got there Thursday evening, flew out Sunday morning, was home by mid-afternoon on Sunday. So I make sure that I prepare myself. I make sure when I'm, it all starts with when I book my flights. Okay, so when I book my flights, I make sure that I'm getting a flight 
where I'm able to get in a workout before my flight when I'm flying out. And if I can choose the days, like if it's a weekend, I prefer to fly on a Thursday and I prefer to fly home on a Sunday. The reason for that is that Thursday and Sunday are my active recovery days. So those are going to be shorter workout days with less intensity. So I'm going to be able to have more time to spend on that travel. And I'm not going to have the stress of being like, oh, I have to save this big amount of time for training and I can just wake up, get in my active recovery session, have it be about 45 minutes to an hour and then get to my flight. So that's exactly what I did. So when I booked my flights, I made sure that Thursday I was flying out. I had a 10 a.m. flight, so I had plenty of time to be able to get my active recovery workout in, drive an hour to the airport and get on my flight. And then on Sunday, I booked a flight that was 9 a.m. So what I did is I woke up, got to the airport, and it was an hour and 45-minute flight. When I got home, we went to breakfast at First Watch, which if you guys know, you know. Stone and I go to First Watch every single weekend, and every single weekend, I get the same fucking thing. And I get a lot of people who actually backlash me for, why don't you just eat some bacon? Why don't you get some pancakes? Why don't you do this and that? Because I don't want to. Because this is the choice that aligns with my goals, because I like the food that makes me feel good and that gets me closer to where I want to go. So for me, when I go to First Watch, that looks like an egg white omelet with turkey, spinach, a dry toasted English muffin, a cup of fruit, and a side of greens. So those are things that align with my goals and that I can easily track in the First Form app where I manage my nutrition, where I coach my clients. After we went to breakfast on Sunday... On the way home, because it's an hour drive from Pensacola where the airport is, I stopped at the grocery store. I picked up everything that I need to be prepared for the week ahead. And then I immediately got home, mixed up my pre-workout, got into the gym, and hit my active recovery session. And then after that, meal prepped, took a nap, finished work, and then was set up for the week. Don't delay. When you get back from a vacation, don't delay. Get right back into that routine and set yourself up for success because today it's Monday and it's like I never skipped a beat because I was ready for the week. I had everything that I needed when it came to my meal prep. I had everything that I needed when it came to my workout routine, right? I was ready to go. So that's what it looks like when it comes to like planning, when it comes to booking flights. That's how I do it. And that's how I recommend people do it because I find that it works best. Okay, so then Wednesday night, Knowing that I had my flight Thursday morning, made sure I packed everything up. I had my workout clothes laid out for the day, uh, for the morning. So that way it was quick, easy transition. I had the clothes laid out that I was going to fly on the plane with. So did my training session, made my post-workout shake, took that on the go as I got in my car and drove out to the airport in Pensacola, which again is an hour away. I got on the plane. I mixed up a little bit of protein coffee so that way I had something to hold me over until I got to my layover. And when I got to my layover, I took out my lunchbox, which I had ice packs in, which if you didn't know, you can take ice packs onto a plane as long as they are TSA approved. If they're frozen, it's fine. You might get stopped. They might check you, but who gives a shit? I'm pretty sure that every single time I go through security, I get checked because I either have food or I have some form of protein powder and supplement that they need to check, which is fine. Nobody fucking cares, right? So 
got to the uh, food court in the airport and I took out my chicken and my rice and my spinach and I fucking ate it because that's the choice that aligns with my goals. And I know for me, if I'm looking around for something to eat at an airport, one, I'm going to pay stupid amounts of money to get something. Two, it's not going to be high quality. It's probably going to have a lot of carbs, a lot of fats, not a lot of protein, which is not what I need, right? I need a good amount of protein, especially on a travel day. And I don't know what's in it. Like, yeah, I can try to find something that's very healthy. You can find something that's very healthy, quote unquote, anywhere you go. You just have to know how to look for it and ask for it. So I could probably have gone to one of the restaurants that they had in the airport, sat down and ordered a grilled chicken breast with some steamed vegetables on the side, maybe some rice. And I bet you it would have cost me like 50 or $60 to do that. Would I have paid that much? Yes, because again, my goals and my nutrition and my health is a priority to me. And then I could have gone into one of the stores and got some turkey jerky, got some protein bars, protein shake to make sure that I had what I needed, right? To up the protein even more, but I was prepared. I came with things that I know respond well to my body and that I feel good having because travel days, you already feel like shit anyway, right? You have a headache, you're not hydrated properly. So I got ahead of the game. I made sure I had a meal that I knew was going to respond well to my body that was going to keep me fueled and keep me feeling good. And then when I landed in St. Louis, I had a vegan power pro protein bar and I had a banana and an apple right? So I was ready to go. Now, did I rely on supplements a lot more than I usually would and that I would like to? Yes. I don't like to rely on supplements that much. I preach a whole food approach to nutrition because whole food is always going to be king, except for in the post-workout setting when a supplement, a fast digesting protein, and a fast digesting carb are going to be more ideal to help your body properly recover just because of the rate of digestion being faster, right? So it'll get you out of a broken down state faster so you can recover faster. But any other time of the day, whole food. If you're eating more supplements every single day than whole food, then you have a problem and you should probably look at your nutrition. But there are going to be some days in your life where you're going to have to lean on supplements a little bit more heavily just because of the circumstance. And usually that's a travel day. So for me, I'm fine with on those weekends where I'm traveling to lean on those supplements a little bit more than I typically would. However, I do make sure that when I am leaning on supplements, I'm leaning on high quality supplements, which is when which is why I always use first form. Like I'm always bringing my own first form vegan bars. I'm not a vegan, but their vegan bars are whole food ingredients. So you can literally read the ingredients on the back of the bar and you can pronounce every fucking ingredient in there. They have level one bars as well, which are a little bit more like lengthy ingredients. I'm not a huge fan of them. They tend to hurt my stomach. I'm very sensitive and the vegan bars just taste good and they feel good. So I love them. So I utilize those and then I utilize the level one protein powder, which are two high quality protein supplements that I can use, right? And then every other time, I'm making sure I always bring a meal, at least one meal, depending on how long the flight is, right? Usually in my little lunchbox, I can only usually fit like one meal in like apples or something. So that's what I did. And then the next day I had, I went down to the hotel to get some breakfast and see like what options they had for their free breakfast. They didn't have any protein sources, which to me, to me, it just shows how sad of a society that we live in where we just don't have the education that 
protein is so important, not just for muscle, not just for metabolism, but for overall health and longevity. And the most important thing that you could have in every single meal is a high quality protein source, preferably one from an animal. So I was hoping they would have some sort of like eggs or something like that. They didn't. So again, that's where I would lean on, okay, a protein supplement, which again, I didn't like to do so much of, but having it be a travel weekend, I was okay with it. So I did two packets of instant oats with banana, and then I mixed in a scoop of protein powder. We went to work out. I had a post-workout shake, and then we went to uh, get some food. I went to this place in St. Louis. It's fucking my favorite place. So if you are in St. Louis or in that area, uh, Crazy Bowls is amazing. They have such good, high-quality ingredients and good options Uh, So I got some grilled chicken, steamed rice, steamed vegetable with a side of teriyaki sauce because I needed a little bit more carbs and had a really good nutrient dense lunch. So that helped because I really needed a real, real food at that point. And then um, we went out and I went to dinner and I got a grilled chicken sandwich, um, just grilled chicken, lettuce, tomato, mustard, because I'm a mustard fanatic on a bun with a side salad, no dressing choices. I could have had a burger and fries, but that's not what aligned with my goals. And that's not what makes me feel good. More importantly, I feel like a lot of people just don't have the awareness of how food impacts how they feel. Not just from a physical standpoint. Like if I eat a burger and fries, I'm going to have a fucking stomach ache and I'm not going to be able to enjoy my time. But also from an emotional standpoint, if I have a burger and fries, yeah, I'm getting protein from the burger, but the fries are probably weighing down on me very heavily and I'm just going to feel groggy, not feel great. But again, time and place for those things, right? So I did that. And then Saturday, did the same thing. We went to First Watch, got my typical from First Watch that I talked about earlier. I fucking love First Watch. So yes, I did go to First Watch two days in a row. I love it. It's good. It's consistent. Just really good food. Um, Did that. And then, of course, just made good choices throughout the day because I don't want to bore you with all the things that I had, right? At Summer Smash, they had a bunch of uh, different food vendors. I went to a barbecue place and just got smoked turkey on a Martin's potato roll with pickles. And it was fucking delicious. (laughs) So it's all about the choices that you make. No matter where you're at, you can always make a good fucking choice because you're always in control of your attitude, your effort, and your actions, And if you go into a situation with a solution-based mindset, which I talk about a lot, you're going to be able to find a solution. And for me, if I'm going to a restaurant, even if there's not grilled chicken breast on the menu, most places can fucking do that for you. You have to just be willing to ask. So the moral and the point of this podcast is to prove to you that if you're really serious about your goals, you can make it happen. Here's the reason why I wanted to talk about this too. Because at the beginning of the podcast, I said that there are certain people who they go, they're good, right? They're doing fine. They go on a vacation. They have a cookie. They have a burger. They didn't work out one day. And then they come back and they can't fucking get their shit together. And the reason for that is because their all or nothing mindset is destroying them, is sabotaging them. Your all or nothing mindset is standing in the way of you actually accomplishing your dreams and your goals. That's the biggest thing that I see people hold, that, that I see hold people back as a coach. 
It's the all or nothing mindset that they have. All in is fucking awesome. I'm all in on my goals. I will do whatever it takes to get to my goals. But I also understand that situations aren't always ideal and that sometimes life is going to throw you curveballs and you're going to get hit in the face all of the fucking time. So you have to be able to adapt and you have to be able to say, okay, cool, I got knocked down. Let me get back up and get right back onto the path. That's what matters. Doesn't matter if you made one bad choice. It's not your last decision that defines you. It's your next decision that matters most. So if you're somebody who is struggling with an all or nothing mindset, take a step back and ask yourself, if I make a bad choice, does this outdo or undo all of the thousands of good choices that I've made up until this point? The obvious answer is no. So act like it. People like sit on a, put this all or nothing mindset on a pedestal and they're almost proud of it. They're like, oh yeah, like I'm all in on this shit right now. Cool. Well, if you're all in right now, what happens if you make one bad decision or one choice or one mistake, right? Do you just go completely on the other end and now you can't get your shit together because that's not impressive at all. What impresses me is a client who, oops, I had a cookie. I slipped up. I went on a vacation. I enjoyed myself, but it's Monday and I'm back on my bullshit immediately didn't even skip a beat that's what impresses me your all or nothing mindset is what's sabotaging you and holding you back from reaching your goals so remember that the next time that you're either all in or all out why don't you make this a lifestyle instead and focus on habits building good habits building momentum and if for some reason you fall off and you lose that momentum like we all do you just have to pick it back up and keep moving remember it's not your next decision that (laughs) Or it's, <laughs> I fucked it up. Remember, it's not your last decision that defines you. It's your next decision that matters most. So this summer when you go on vacation, remember that. Keep that in mind. Be mindful. Make the best decision that's right in front of you. And remember that you're always in control of your attitude, your effort, and your actions. But guys, I hope that that helped you out. If you need anything, if you have any questions, you can always contact me using everything that's in the show notes. But other than that, go out, make it a great day, and do one thing today that's going to take you one step closer to where you want to be.